to be i don't want to say stuck but just uh in the same vicinity with your significant other all the time like you know you get everyone's got relationships and stuff like that but usually you get some space and you get uh, you know you come back together at the end of the day but that for one has changed and i feel like it's been a good test but um yeah we're going to have to call this off uh, <laughs> <laughs> how do you think so i'm breaking it down on this how do you think you're scoring in this test um pretty good actually we were sweating also all of a sudden my air condition is not working properly i don't know i don't think it's the air conditioning man oh thought it here no i think we've done pretty well we've uh, hardly had any fights um but i feel like a lot of relationships that might have not been this strong uh, or like newly weds at least this is a, a definitely a test fortunately we live together in jaipur so i would highly recommend that as a litmus test before anyone ever gets married to anybody it's like live with them for a while see if you in are in jaipur yeah yeah so not in jaipur you live any anywhere you want okay. Okay. Um, okay. provided you don't kill each other then uh, i think it's a safe bet that you'll be all right to get married so that's well, my advice yeah. on the love corner <laughs> acha <laughs> <laughs> uh, i had to ask you a couple of things of course nothing serious of course obviously of course um but we are recording this the night before or a few hours before the next ufc event mm. uh so i was just going to get your predictions on it and when this comes out obviously it'll be too late but then if you get anything wrong or right we can go over what happened as well so okay, if you're sure. cool for that let's um check out the ufc card let's start with the opener um francis ngannou versus rosenstruck yeah francis ngannou bro francis ngannou okay fair enough um why also why do you say that because he he is uh, he endorses mexican supplements i thought he's all natural of course i'm not saying mexican supplements are not natural yeah they exist on earth mm. they come from nature i guess <laughs> um jeremy stephens versus calvin cater calvin uh, cater jeremy stephens had a terrible weight cut so i'm saying calvin yeah and calvin cater is a bit of a beast as well like he okay, sir uh, smashed No, he, he lost to Zabit, but he had a good fight. I mean, um, fucking fight. Greg Hardy, uh, fucking, and some Jorgen De Castro, um, heavyweight again. Uh, this will actually, I think, go to a decision though. Greg Hardy's last. Greg Hardy decision, if I'm not mistaken. What? Uh, Greg Hardy's last one also went to a decision, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so this is a heavyweight bout, so I think this will also go to a decision to Greg. No. Um Jacare is out he apparently got uh, covid the rona the rona okay coming to the real main event stuff so henry sohudo versus dominic cruz 
dude, my my brain says Henry Cejudo. But I really want Dominic Cruz to win that. But I don't think Dominic Cruz has been training enough um, leading up to this fight. And I think he's at the end of his career. And I thought he should have retired a while back. Um, I think Henry Cejudo is going to finish him. Oh, bold prediction. And... Uh... Okay, I I I think uh, the opposite. I think uh, Cruz is gonna be too uh, too much better for him on the stand up and the range and the distance. So maybe there's uh, also he's much uh, range. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's much taller, Cruz. Like, cause everyone that uh, Cejudo's fought in the last few uh, fights has been all approximately his height, uh, his range, and. Uh, Dillashaw was Dillashaw. Dillashaw was the only one, but he fought him at 125, where he's like super, you know, emaciated. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I think uh, so. We're at 135. Yeah. 45. 135. 135. 135. 135. 135. 135. 135 is Volkanovski and Aldo. Because uh, Aldo, bro. Is it Aldo? Is it gonna be? I mean, for me, it's always Aldo, bro. Okay, main event time. Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje. Quick prediction. Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be nuts. I'm so I excited. Think, I think <laughs> Gaethje's going to fucking drop him. You think Gaethje's going to drop him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if you look at every single Tony Ferguson fight, like literally oh, first round, uh, from all the way from Lando Venata, uh, even Edson Barbosa, as well as um, who are the other guys? Uh, even Pettis clipped him. Even uh, Cerrone had a few shots. Kevin Lee mounted him. Uh, and in all of those, it's been like, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Recently, of course... Uh, if, it, if, it, if it goes past the thir- third round, though, then obviously Tony. But oh, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Could... So, if... Um, he's got a shot before round three. And after round three, Tony takes it to show. Cool, there you have it, Ashwin Hoon's predictions. Not very great predictions. Uh, always looking for something exciting. Um, right. Let's bring a guest on, man. Yes, I have sent uh, him the invite. He should be on any moment. Let him come. Um, so, as usual, we are talking shit about him before he gets on. That's what we do yeah. with everybody. Let's go. <laughs> man mike uh the mike was really mean to me bro like he he said some things on uh social media yeah because you are a racist hey i was being anti-racist i don't know how this has been turned into me being somebody who being anti-racist yeah which is being normal <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that is a form of racism. Hmm. I think it's deeply entrenched. But why in yeah. us? Huh? I don't know. Why in why in Indian people? Indians are pretty racist, though. I feel like Ashwin. I am not racist. You are racist, Mohit. Let's just agree to disagree. I'm pretty no, sure I've heard, I've, I'm pretty sure I've heard you say some racist slurs in the gym. Wow. Yeah. What? This is like 
unnecessary like what horse shit okay making things up now i'm going to take a poll and i'll send you the results i'm certain of it you're going to take a poll in the gym and you think the poll is going to go against me <laughs> you know they have to come back to the gym someday uh yeah yeah well not soon i it feels like do you know how many cases there are in india you know i don't give a fuck there are 60000 cases and uh, apparently today i was reading something where um hospitals are uh, sorry the government is under reporting cases so a bunch of newspapers went to talk to uh, or inquire at hospitals and get the actual figures mm-hmm. they found out that basically like three four different hospitals that are covid hospitals the number of deaths that uh, occurred they uh the government only reported half of those oh so there's a lot of chaos i just here i'm advising him okay yes shiba how you doing man hi mohit hi how's it going bro it's going good how are you guys <laughs> <laughs> we've been better man we've been better how are you i'm fine this lockdown is wrecking havoc on our business and training obviously let's so, see uh, how long it so you run alpha so mohit you want to give us a little intro yeah sure um, so today we have uh, shiva banerji here with us and um, he is the one of the owners of the alpha omega combat sports academy in kolkata and uh, he's one of the pioneers in jiu jitsu in that part of the country he's been doing it for a few years and he's here to talk to us about his training uh, upcoming competitions and um, just shoot the shit shiva how's it going man uh, how's your going pretty normal what's your what are the days like in kolkata what's the vibe like there see usually uh, we run classes from 7 am to 9 pm so the entire day i'm at the gym uh, either training myself or training a bunch of guys uh, so recently bjj has picked up a lot and uh, we have a few adcc medalists as well in from kolkata so it speaks a lot about the quality of bjj which is i believe kind of growing in calcutta and all over india as well so and uh, what, what about the city right now i know training is not happening but yeah, uh, it's how under are you guys dealing with it it's under lockdown and uh, the gym that i have right now is at least 5 to 6 kilometers away from my gym so i can't travel over there and uh, all the training that's happening right now is in my house i'm training with my wife uh, she competes and trains as well so it's a very good thing that i have her she helps me out with some a little bit of pad training we don't have match right now but still we try to do a bit of stand up wrestling and all that so, so she trains as well that's pretty yeah, she cool. trains as well so you always have an uki at all times exactly i have a partner and uh, it's really helpful yeah so um so tell us a bit about your uh, background man um how long have you been training bjj and how did you get into this 
I started off kickboxing in Muay Thai. I was uh, basically my background is striking, but few years ago, I'll say around eight years ago, I met Reese Dykes, who is the nicest BJJ black belt I have ever met. Very nice personality. So before that, I was training a little bit of jiu-jitsu via like through YouTube videos and all that, which at some point of time we all did. But when sure. he came down and we started training with him, we first saw the basic structure of BJJ. He gave us some fundamental classes. He showed us basic moves and the entire scenario changed. After that, I kept on doing a little bit of MMA competition. Uh, but my main focus changed into BJJ and I was mostly pushing for BJJ classes. Uh, four years back, I got the blue belt from Reese. And uh, since then, I have been training uh, BJJ mostly. Not I am not even competing MMA or kickboxing. I am training BJJ and competing BJJ only. And uh, say five years ago, five uh, yeah five years ago I opened my own gym. Before that, I was training at three sixty degree uh, combat sports Kolkata. Okay. But we had uh, a fall apart, so I had to shift and I opened my own gym because this is what I wanted to do in long term. In- so interesting. What, so you were training. Uh, you were training at three sixty degrees, right? Partha's place. Yeah, I used to. So, if you would, do you mind if I ask uh, what happened? No, no, no. 360, like See, because uh, I met Partha a few times, uh, and he's also a good guy. Uh, he's a nice person. Yeah. Uh, we didn't had anything on the personal level. We had issues over some principles he was implementing. Okay. So basically, uh, all I I wanted to run uh, classes in a very structured way. So the way they used to run classes is they hire they used to hire a studio. And there was only one timing when everybody used to come down and train. And I okay. said it straight to Partho, like, this is a recipe for disaster because a bunch of guys is going home unsatisfied. Like the guys who are coming down to compete, either they are finding the class too easy or if I'm taking a too hard class, the guys who are coming for fitness, they're finding it too hard. So I said, you need to, as soon as possible, separate the competition team and the commercial classes need to happen separately. And, and he was, was like, no, we can't. this was like five, six years ago. Okay. Okay. So he was like, no, we can't do that. Uh, we have to spare more money for that. I said, yeah, I can understand. But if you are in a long term looking to build up a competition team, you have to do it. Of course. You can do it in your own terrace. You can do it anywhere. You don't need to hire a place. He had a lot of space in his terrace. He had a lot of space in his office space. I said, put Max here and let us train. I, we hmm. just need 200 square feet. Hmm. So he was like, no, no, we can't do that. Then there was few things I was, I never used to agree on. Like he was like, I sell gloves, sell this, that. I said, I'm not a marketing guy. I'm going to go there. I'm going to train. I'm going to train other people. I'm going to sell gloves and stuff. So hmm. he was like, no, you know, you have business off this, that. I said, yeah, it's fine. If you do it, I'll train. I'm a trainer. I'll compete. I'll train. That's all I'll do. So he said, okay, no, no, you have to do this. You know, I said, so there was this class I was taking and he came down and he told me, okay, see, if somebody doesn't have a gloves, so you uh, queue them up in a side and you tell them to do pad work and the guys who have gloves, you make them do pad work. I said, see, I cannot do it just because somebody doesn't have a gloves. I cannot tell him, okay, you go to that corner and do some shadow boxing because you don't have a gloves. He said, no, no, you need to, if you, if you don't do that, they will never buy the gloves. I said, see, I do it. And uh, he steals money from somewhere and he buys a glove. As a coach, will you be proud? 
he said i don't care because it's my business the day he said that i knew i need to shift hmm. because on a principal basis i couldn't match to that level i mean i i couldn't do it interesting so uh, how long you been running alpha mega uh 5 years 5 years and um what does the day look like for you man when uh, so you said you train from uh uh basically i have another guy called philip who takes classes in my gym he is a very nice guy he also competes and trains and uh, currently he is a blue belt as well and uh, so i have a few personal classes that i need to take uh, before i enter the gym so say from around 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock i take a couple of pt and then i enter my gym and from there i start taking the classes we have kickboxing classes for fitness for competition we have jiu jitsu and mma classes as well for competition and uh, fitness purposes and um, the thing is that when we run the classes we make sure that we run a separate batch for competition team so we can build them up in a different yeah. way yeah. and um, mostly in the afternoon we train and as of now we have shifted our focus mostly in bjj like the we used to compete a lot of mma like a couple of years ago but after i got an acl tear and i stopped uh, training and competing mma the rest of the team stopped that and once they start getting into a lot of bjj competitions training bjj i saw the entire group getting a bit lenient towards bjj so i said okay, okay let's do that if you guys want to train bjj more i don't have any problem i always wanted to do this so right now we don't compete mma we mostly train bjj and compete bjj how do you tie your acl i was uh, snatching i was doing a strength and conditioning session so i thought ke i'll be able to snatch 80 i was snatching 60 i thought i'll try 80 that was one hell of a move i shouldn't have done that i still regret doing it i tried it and i felt something snapping on my knee and i buckled thank god the weight didn't fall on me but after that my knee swelled up and i got it checked and the doctor said ke you have an acl tear and this happened right after i opened my gym so i couldn't get the surgery oh, done and still now i have that tear and i have been training and i am competing with that only so i said ke if till i don't get a big issue out of this i'm not going to do that i'll keep on training and competing that's that's interesting so uh, you didn't opt for surgery so how is the knee holding up right now and have you managed to get an mri after that uh, yeah i got an mri mm, uh, the report said there's a tear uh, partial not full and uh, the knee is actually holding up pretty good i mean i do strength and conditioning i am training bjj at least twice a day uh, recently we started training with leg locks as well before that uh, we used to train a bit less of leg locks like say 6 months we have been focusing on leg locks as well because uh, all these videos when i saw okay they say why you why won't you put your focus on 50% of the body so i said chalo let's start off with uh, leg lock as well because we used to train uh, we compete a lot of amateur and they don't have leg locks in amateur competitions i was a bit scared and uh, one of my guys who tried a leg lock and crossed his knee he got disqualified in a competition so after that i was like no no you guys focus on upper body submissions only but right now for the last 6 months we have been focusing a lot on lower body submissions so did you compete uh, this year in this year's adcc no this year adcc my grandmom grandmother was really sick and i couldn't make it uh, there uh, i was fully planned and prepared to compete but uh, because of that 
incident i couldn't make it to the dcc so what what's your weight class normally um i compete at uh, 75 77 uh, category and uh, oh, usually walk around at i walk, walk around at 82 interesting and did you have any students competing at the tournament we uh, we were supposed to get six guys in adcc this uh, this time but uh, they all bailed out because they said if you're not going you're not going to compete i said that's a stupid move you guys should go and compete <laughs> you know you won't be in our corner this that don't you so what you guys go and compete you can and corner each other but they were like no you need to go with us this what's the ratio between uh, gi training and no gi training for you man it's pretty equal but uh, i'll say we have more nogi students as of now we have a couple of spare gis in our gym so we let them wear it and train mm. but still uh, the lack of access to gis makes it a bit hard to you know let have everyone train you, train like, have you checked out 411 fightwear yeah 411 fightwear a uh, couple of guys not couple three four guys have ordered And they are wearing and training that gi, and two of my guys are supposed to get the order delivered after lockdown. Oh, so shit. the ratio of gi and nogi is getting equal. But before we used to train mostly nogi and very less gi. Interesting. So tell us, man. Um, I was talking to you about getting one of your students to get on board for leverage, and then you said yeah. you went. I I spoke to Dilip about the competition. He was like, uh, uh, he got an injury injury in his shoulder, so he was training some weights and he pulled something. And he was like, yeah, in lockdown, me, I'm not being able to get checked up. I don't know whether I'll be able to compete or not. Right. So I'll say, fuck it, I'll step it up, step up, and I'll do it. So he said, yeah, you can do it, no problem. I said, there's no problem. Basically, what I wanted you guys to go forward and do it. To be very honest, when you lead a team, your focus changes. a lot from yourself to the entire team you in the back of the mind you'll always want to put them forward before you but still if the situation comes where somebody needs to compete i'll stay back no problem man that's good the spirit that's nice ashwin idea. doesn't have any of that he is uh, i have no i am priority number uh, one uh, asshole but i am uh, see the spotlight here <laughs> on me is the he told me ke bro teko aise baithna padega ke andhere mein dikhe pura chehra nahi dikhega तो अपना स्क्रीन बंद कर सकता है किसी तरह तो ऐसे कर दे दैट यू आर लाइक सम विटनेस इवन सो मोहित आल्सो गॉट लाइक आई थिंक वन और टू इंचेस टॉलर देन मी सो व्हेन वी टेक पिक्चर्स टुगेदर आई मेक हिम स्क्वैट डाउन या दैट्स दैट्स अ नाइस आईडिया एक्चुअली हाइट एडवांटेज सो शिबा आई बिलीव यू आल्सो यू आर इन्वॉल्वड विद द एसजेजेआईएफ सो कुड यू टेल अस अ लिटिल बिट अबाउट व्हाट दैट इज is jif it's the world body for sports jitsu in uh, they have something i don't know yeah foundation or something they have a world uh, affiliation as well and i currently hold the state affiliation for the national body and uh, they approached me like a year when they said uh, shiv mainly approached me because he is uh, from calcutta and he okay, we were training bjj and he said ke uh, i initially uh, i never wanted to get into any affiliation scene but they said you know the thing is ke even if you take the affiliation anyone can compete they don't i said ke i don't want people to come and beg me kare sir khelne do this that i never wanted to be a tyrant they said no we'll keep all everything open theek hai 
and i said ke i won't don't you cannot pressurize me for those ke are district developer who give this person an affiliation so say ka tomorrow that guy comes and ask me ka sir my affiliation while i will never give him affiliation so if you expect <laughs> those things from me you better not give me the affiliation so i haven't built up a single district as of now because nobody <laughs> who has who is who has been doing bjj for at least two years has approached me so i said ke abhi nahi hoga it will take time but definitely hoga but i am not going to give an affiliation to somebody who has been running a karate club just for few bucks so yeah. they are co- cooperating nicely with me they haven't pressurized me so how few are the bucks just out of curiosity <laughs> you means if you want to take a club affiliation it's 1000 bucks and if you want to take a uh, affiliation say it's 2500 bucks it's not much but still it's money right it'll add up man eh? yeah 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 of course and uh, for competitions we charge around 800 to 1000 bucks for both gi and nogi so we don't keep it expensive so everybody can train uh, initially we saw uh, a lot of competitions they were charging for 2500 bucks for for competing obviously if you are competing adcc this time they charge 6000 6000 bucks i guess yeah. so it's pretty doable for adcc we can uh, dish it out but for some normal amateur tournament nobody will want to dish out 5000 bucks and i wanted to mm. I, i never wanted to do that so most number of people can compete right so um tell me man kind of competition does your academy have right now in calcutta uh, you mentioned 360 degrees um see whatever uh, competitions 360 people do they have banned us from those competition like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they do a grappling tournament a state championship on their backyard and they'll pit boys from their own gym and they like gold silver and this so what we do is we keep it fully open i said anybody if even if you have no knowledge and you want to take get a taste of it i'll let you compete if you don't have money i'll let you compete you come from any affiliation you don't bring any shit with you i'll let you compete theek hai and the thing is ke most of the people who are running uh, other competitions here say mma kickboxing like uh, 360 degree they have a kickboxing affiliation and they uh, few months ago they did some kickboxing tournament semi pro so i'll tell you uh, tell you about the structure so there are eight guys ठीक है पेइंग 1000 बक्स एंड द प्राइस मनी इज 8000 बक्स सो इट्स लाइक यू आर गैम्बलिंग ठीक है सो इफ वी नाइ गेट 8000 बक्स आई पुट 1000 बक्स एंड आई विन 7000 बक्स वी स्टिल सेड के ओके वी विल कंपीट वी गिव हिम अ कॉल एंड ही वाज लाइक नो नो आई कांट लेट यू गाइस कंपीट यू नो द एसोसिएशन ऑफ बैंड यू गाइस आई सेड यू आर द हेड ऑफ द एसोसिएशन सो ही कट्स द कॉल ऑन माय फेस <laughs> it was like it was one of the funny things that happened to us so you heard about the boom mma stuff boom What? mma boom mma ratul mukherjee no man there's this guy called ratul mukherjee he runs a mma promotion called boom mma and he gets into a lot of controversies you can search him in internet i'm doing and that right he now he also banned us from his mma competition he won't let anybody from alpha omega to compete in his mma tournament and uh, there was this guy called jujar singh dilon he is from punjab so he came to me and he was like sir mera 15 din baad fight hai so i want i want to come a week earlier and train with you guys i said yeah fine come down i met him when while we were competing in yfc 
Yodha Fighting Championship. And uh, he trained with us, stayed with us for a week. And when he fought, he said, Kya re, chalo, aap log mere saath chalo, you'll corner me. So Ratul said, you guys can't corner him. I said, yeah, fine. You just, you just mat you fight. So after winning the belt, and they're literally giving world championship belt, where two guys from Calcutta are fighting and from <laughs> You do your research. I'm not, gonna, I'm, I'm not lying about all these things. I'm okay? reading it right now. <laughs> So, Jujar, uh, after winning CSK, Jujar uh, calls me into the cage and I suddenly went to the cage. They didn't pay Jujar because he called me inside the cage. They didn't pay Jujar. He said, okay, you have done a very wrong thing. You shouldn't have called Shiba. Uh, I'm not going to pay you. You can search Jujar Singh Dilon and you can talk to him directly and you can ask him about the incident. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading this right now that apparently <laughs> basically the controversy was around uh, promotion to the fighters exactly. by the, the by the promoters and... And this guy, uh, uh, I'll cut in, this guy Ratul Mukherjee, he calls himself the Dana White of Kolkata. Wow. His Instagram handle says Dana White of Kolkata. You just go and check it out. Wow, wow. Guys, uh, go follow uh, Dana White <laughs> of Kolkata, whatever the account is. Let's let's make this happen. Um, that's fucking hilarious, bro. That is so funny. Um, but this that's kind of funny thing, and is so serious about it. This kind of thing is. He shaved this head. He shaved this head. Oh my he god! He doesn't have a beard or anything, and he wants to look like Dana White. <laughs> That's really weird. But yeah, he does all this stuff, man. This is pretty common, though. In the last uh, few years, I think there's a lot of people who, you know, like MMA is so broad um, that anybody kind of gets into it. Exactly, and uh, you know, anybody training, anybody offering multiple styles. Say somebody is offering uh, boxing along with. Uh, some other martial arts can call it mixed martial arts. We yeah. are training MMA. Yeah, for sure. This is the worst part. So, <laughs> I saw this. Uh, I was uh, traveling and I was going to Salt Lake, which is in Calcutta. And I was I was going there to buy something. I saw this poster of this guy who trains karate basically. So, I stopped my back and I bike and I started counting his bands. So mixed, he had around 54 dams, 8 dams in this, 10th dam in this, and he trains everything. He trains kickboxing, he trains Muay Thai, he trains mixed martial arts, he trains Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, he trains uh, wrestling, and uh, some some other style of karate only. I don't know. So he had 6-7 styles that he was teaching. <laughs> and he was an expert black belt in all of them. What do you think about Wushu? I I have seen wushu competitions. Uh, good wushu fighters, they are amazing. They are pretty good. You can see a lot of uh, good wushu fighters in one FC right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they are doing amazing. I think uh, it's it's not the style you are training. It's whom you are training and properly you are training. What is your training structure? Everything goes along with it. You know your diet, your strength and conditioning. Uh, I can sit in a class for six hours and not focus and learn, not learn anything while some other guy can do a one hour class and learn more than me. So this is something that people don't understand. Just because I'm training eight hours a day doesn't mean I'll be very good. Yeah. You know, productive hours is something that people don't understand. They're like, Are, 
you know i train 8 hours a day i eat 10 meals a day i that's an interesting 200 kilo that's an interesting point in fact um, i've noticed the exact same thing people tell me they don't do two a days or three a days but they literally stop at the gym do a couple of bicep curls and call that one training session for the day and then fuck off and these are the people during lockdown uh, will bother you like sir kab khulega sir kab khule andar ek khula tha tum kha de bhai i'll tell you i have this guy called devrat uh, singh in my gym he started training bjj when he was 30 he is around 32 right now he has been training with me for last two years he runs a business the guy doesn't have a father he is running his entire family running his business and apart from that he trains every day he trains twice a day and he got silver in his first competition and after that he has won every competition he has been into and he has won his division and absolutely so if it has nothing to do with age or anything it's how much you are focused about it and how bad you want it mm-hmm. i have always seen people attending seminars this that and then they forget everything they have learned in the seminar because they were not focused so tell me yeah. man what do what do you what are your training sessions like um do you believe in drilling a lot do you roll do you situations what's your what does the see uh, i'll be very honest with you even now we haven't reached an absolute point we are still learning right so say 6 months ago we were drilling a lot then i saw this ideology that was spread by uh, roger gracie he said ke we don't drill a lot we get into position we start fights from there it's like a competitive drill so we have started doing that say you get me into the live and i start escaping before that we drill two three escapes and i try to do all two three in a pressure situation i think that has developed a lot a lot of skill in my fighters in the six months mm-hmm. which basic drilling didn't mm-hmm. basic drilling made them a robot they were like are this movement this movement. if that doesn't happen they shift to that but then they are trying to avoid the struggle they have to get into once somebody gets your collar with a good grip it's not that easy in a class i'm showing you grip this collar you push it and you pull yourself back it snaps it looks so fantastic it looks so perfect but you get a grip on you when you try to get that off of pain good black belts i have done i have trained good black belts and no once they grip it's like it's it's absolute man for us we are nobody i mean i was training with carlos almeida we were doing a nogi session i was getting tapped like five six times in a minute Who is, who is Carlos Almeida? He is a black belt from GFT. He is a fourth, uh, third, and black belt from GFT. He lives in Brazil. He was supposed to come down uh, this May, but because of lockdown, he couldn't make it. He was supposed to stay with us for a month and train us. Uh, very nice guy. I mean, one of the best and nicest black belt I have trained with. Uh, if he comes here, I'll. guys to down and train yeah, man, amazing person and i'd love to climb out uh and you know the best part of it is uh, he is very understanding he like are you guys say what should be the rate he always be like what what rate should we charge in calcutta he never say care 5000 or 10000 you know this is one thing that is very good about him mm-hmm. so shiba um just uh 
what are some short term goals for you man like uh, i know we've got the lockdown right now and uh, you'll be competing at leverage as well so after that uh, or this year as it goes what are some of your short term goals for this year now to be very honest uh, mohit i'll tell you uh, frankly i have zero to none short term goals i want to for the rest of my life and i want to compete as long as possible okay so i have seen a lot of people uh, especially specifically when i was in 360 degree uh, i won't say partho i used to do it a lot because i was like uh, a beginner in training uh, people so what we used to do is if somebody loses so it's like hey, we should done this we should done this uh, after opening my own academy i have seen the day your athlete loses that is the day he needs you more he doesn't needs the criticism that day he needs the support you need to make him remind of all the good things that he has done all the good things he can do mm-hmm. you put that aspect out for some time then show him video like okay see these are the mistake you have done he has to face the reality at some point of time not right out okay mm-hmm. so this is something that we have learned gradually 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 Like I can't say कि अरे मुझे सब पता है. You cannot say कि मुझे सब पता है. We are learning on the way, so we are trying to do our best. I, as a person, I love being inside my guys. I mean, I love them. I'll tell you why because there there are times when my institute was supposed to close down and they helped me out of it. I mean, they practically saved my gym from shutting down. So I know how much someone can impact. I you cannot. जज देम जस्ट विद जिजितुबिलिटी Mm-hmm. uh ecc page have posted a lot of videos but i saw the part where you were uh, submitting uh, ijj ka i have fought him i have lost to him uh, the blue belt i don't remember his name devesh devesh thakur devesh thakur i have uh, i fought him in the nationals in nogi i lost the finals to him how did you lose to i lost via points so what happened is i was he got me into a close guard and uh, i'll be very honest with you i get frustrated when i get into close guard i have very short limbs and i i don't know for some reason i get into somebody's close guard and i start to panic <laughs> so <laughs> i i can handle anything but close guard to be very honest <laughs> competition is good man very good and uh, devesh's guard is very good i mean he genuine he is a proper dude i mean uh, i was not amazed him coming out of ijj i expected the best competition from him and i got it uh, so during the rule briefing they said ke any sweep and anything you get you have to hold it to second to get scored so he sweeped me and i turned and again landed on his close guard but i saw him getting the two points so when i saw him getting the two points i again my panic Started, started to you know spike, yeah, yeah. and I said, "Hey, fuck it! What I'll do is, I'll try to put my right hand. I'll show him that I am going to break his close guard. I know he's going to go for a triangle. Moment he goes, and I started to turn, 
and I wanted to get an over under pass on him. I almost took my head out and the bell rings. I mean, it was one of the. I I don't know. I'm not saying I would have got it on him, but I mean, it's bad. They shouldn't have scored him for that. He didn't hold me for three seconds. So, but it was fun. It was so fun. Like leaving 360 degree, I have been very active in competitions. Like those four years, we were. We were conditioned that अरे तुमको coach बनना है तुमको coach बनना है you teach people you teach people at 23 I mean I have the highest boot boost of testosterone I'm strong I want to compete I am training you let me compete once I'm 35 40 you let me focus on coaching <laughs> I am fighting for this I wouldn't have never opened my own gym now I have to think about other people more than myself because I've opened my own gym so. <laughs> Uh, anyways it was a good switch i am very proud of what i have created and the days i have seen and i have survived and it was a nice experience running your own institute it's it's really fun yeah it is man um um so i never got an answer so what uh, what is what do you train yourself like do you have any decent training partners who are catching up to you i have a couple dilip is catching up to me devrat is catching up to me like for last 3 months devrat has been actively getting me into submissions specifically kimura and sometimes a couple of times he has finished on me and uh, i didn't wanted to tap it was like at some point like i mean a submission i'm thinking ke how can i tap to him he is my student he is my student and like are hath bhi tutega chalo tap to so i tap to him a couple of times Dilip is very good. Dilip has long limbs. His close guard is fantastic, and I panic on his close guard. And he's always jump and get a close guard on me, and I get into a panic. Uh, so there are a couple of guys who are catching up to me, a, a couple and a more. Uh, and there's this guy called Mriganko. He's doing good, doing really good. And there's this another guy. I'll say that if he keeps on training, he'll be one of the absolute bests in Calcutta, or not Calcutta in India. Uh, he's a 14-year-old kid right now. and uh, when he went for sjjf asian he didn't have any competition in his own weight bracket so they said that you have to uh, compete in the 18 years ka weight category so uh, 18 years ka age category he was 14 back then so he's uh, they said ke under 14 mein koi nahi hai if you want you can take your medal or you can compete in the 18 uh, years ka category okay, yeah. so he competed in the 18 years ka category he admitted all his opponents and he got a double gold and uh, this state championship may be Uh, he competed guys who are far heavier than him in absolute divisions and uh, he submitted guys who are like have been training for a longer period of time in the state championship as well he's 14 you said he is 14 as of now i have a 16 year old who is a blue belt and would he be interested in a match up against him i will speak to him and i'll let you know let me and i have i'll try to get it done Yeah, I have a I have a I have a sixteen year old kid in the gym who um he's a blue belt and actually we can do gi, no gi, whatever. Um, we can do anything. And what's his weight? Uh, about seventy, sixty-five. No, it's much lighter, sixty-five. That is going to be a problem. But I'll get it. Uh, I'll try to get it done because uh, the guy is like fifty-two kilos. Oh shit. Uh, So he is fifty-two kilos, but uh, he is willing to fight anybody. I'll if I tell him, he'll say yes. I know that. 
So what we can do is we can do it in the open weight category, like uh, exhibition bout kind of. Yeah, of course. And people yeah, yeah, will be motivated yeah. as well. So young kids coming out and competing like that, I think that would be a good thing. There will be no losers in that game, I believe. Yeah, I'm looking for again. I'm looking for somebody uh, for a couple of fights to put on the undercard. So before the main card start, that would be good, man. We can we can work that out. We can work that out. Yeah, that I want him to go out and compete as early as possible. That yeah. is my aim. Uh, so he also got gold in uh, ADCC nationals last time. No? Oh, nice! Not this one, the first one. Yeah, yeah, I figured. I figured the one in um, in the mall. Yeah. The yeah, RDLF mall or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, RD mall, I think. RD mall, RD mall. <clears throat> so we can do that. That sounds interesting to me. Cool, man. I'm looking forward to that. Um, what else? Um, Anything you would want to talk about? Any questions you have for us organizing the tournament? Uh, as soon as the lockdown ends, I uh, I was planning that uh, you know at some point of time, uh, you know Jitesh, Jitesh Banjan, he is the owner of ICSA. He has one of the best MMA teams as of now. Okay. Uh, Kantharaj and all they are training with him. So I I see Jitesh talking a lot about that ultimately. We will have to stop fighting each other and we'll have to go out and fight other people, right? International competition. Mm-hmm. And I agree with him so, so, so much. You can tap me out 100 times. You won't get the right recognition till you tap somebody who is at that level. I mean, you go out, you compete ADCC Worlds and you win that. And uh, you immediately put Indian BJJ into the world map. So that is what my aim generally is. So I want these guys to compete as early as possible, as much as possible and invade foreign waters as soon as possible. So I was planning if we can do, if there's any international tournament you guys are going to, I wanted to know about it and I wanted you guys to come down and train you and specifically Rohit Vasudevan, train with us, let guys have a taste of higher belt. That's an interesting point that we have to go compete outside. But I would also like to bring out the fact that there are a lot of gyms in our country that mm-hmm. I think are at that level as yet. Um, so, and I'm, what we're trying to do with leverage is we're trying to build that level and uh, basically show on a, on a big stage how good the grappling in this country is. Our long term goal is hard to bring people down from other countries as well. Uh, again, we're going to expand to Asia first and look to expand even bigger after that. Exactly, exactly. And I love the point. And I'll say that domestic competition is of utter importance. I won't say that it's not fight you directly go to some international tournaments. Yeah. But say you do 10, 15, 20 competitions here, then you do 15 competitions here, five competitions outside. Then you do 10 competitions here, 10 competitions outside. Then you do five competitions regionally and you do 15 competitions outside. That's how you grow. But for that, we need a lot of cross training. Mm-hmm. And the current scene is you are fighting with me because at some point of time we were together. Now we are not together. I have my own gym. You have your own gym. Uh, you have some for some reason banned me. Somebody for some reason banned you. You are not friends with me. You had a fight with somebody, and just because I'm friends with that person, you don't like me. And for all this bloody reason, there is very less cross training. Tell me about it, man. I am, I am also banned at a gym. Um, um, people don't want to train with me. So, I can't begin to explain to you how frustrating 
getting fired. This happens so much, so much. I am, I am freaking frustrated. I said, I don't mind uh, getting, going to your gym and train. You don't have to come to mine, but you let me know okay, whether you want to train with us or not. And everybody takes it as, are uh, <laughs> no, not like that, bro. bro. You are being, you are, they are telling you that just to stop you from going to another place and find out that there is a better quality available. Because if you do, you might switch. Yeah. As a coach, I never ever stop my students from going to another gym and train. I don't care if it's inside Calcutta or outside. Mm-hmm. I always say, okay, see, my schedule is something that I cannot make it. But if my students can go, I have no restrictions. My student can go. You know, there are some time my students have gone and they have shifted. They said, can any, I want to train with them. I said, fine. I only say one thing that I shouldn't get to know from Facebook or Instagram that, that you have switched gyms and you're training with them. If you do that, you are my enemy. Not because you've joined him. Because you are a backstabbing son of a bitch. That's what you are. <laughs> if you tell me, okay, sir, I think my goal suits better with that gym, I will I will tell you, okay, go and train with them. Yeah. No problem. No issues at all. And my doors will always be open for you to come and cross train with us. No problem. But this doesn't happen. I like a lot of clarity, you know. If um, this happens with me, if I'm angry at somebody, I'll go up to his face and say, I don't like this and that. So I do, I do this. I do this. If I'm angry on my students, I know I'll say, okay, to, they'll say, sir, uh, what class are we doing? Uh, we are spying today. I'll beat them up. I'll be happy. <laughs> so, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like that. So people have a lot of, you know, issues. Like, uh, I see a lot of problem with keyboard warriors. They'll say a hell lot of things about you in internet. You meet them face to face. They won't even look at you. Happened with me, but happened between me and Ratul. He was shit talking about me. And when I went to Fit Expo, they were having this boom competition. He didn't even look at me. He didn't even look at me. He didn't have the guns to come up to me and tell me anything. Who is this? And he said, "Okay, you live in Calcutta. You know, I'll make Calcutta dangerous for you. Actually, you can try. You, have, <laughs> you don't have the slightest idea what I'll do. I won't use BJJ on you. I'll pick up a brick and I'll hit you on your hit you in your head." You have no idea what. Who is this? Who are you talking guy. about? Who is this? This Rathul guy. You know. So there was this uh, video posted by LockerRoom.in. Yeah. They have this guy called Vishal Balmiki, and uh, they made this video of Vishal Balmiki winning that uh, winning Bengal grappling championship. Okay. So I'll send you the video or, or the link. And they were boasting like he is the best, he is the BJJ phenom coming out of Bengal, this, that. And I believe you guys competed the SJJ patients as well, I, right? I, did, now, this, I didn't this time. Uh, okay. A lot of guys from my gym did, yes. So, uh, this guy was supposed to uh, come down and compete at SJJF Asians and via locker room, they issued an open challenge to anybody in his weight. Take it. So, uh, then after that, he was also supposed to come to ADCC and compete and he issued an open challenge in ADCC in everybody in his weight and absolute, I don't know, in which weight class. So, after that, uh, yeah, and uh, these are fun things you have to know that. And (laughs) after that, he didn't show up in any of the tournaments. (laughs) And when this video got posted and Ratul Mukherjee went to that video and he said, I'll challenge anyone. Uh, if you want to fight with this guy, Vishal Balmiki, I'll promote the competition. 
So Shiv Chaudhary went there and he said, "I know a couple of guys who can basically tap him, uh, namely Shiva Banerjee and uh, Shyam. There's a guy called Shyam. He's great. He doesn't compete. I don't know why, but he has one of the best guards. If you train with him, you you realize amazing flexibility. He is like Paolo Mio, a bit chubby version of him. <laughs> His legs are like he'll grab you like a bloody spider and he won't let you pass. You can ultimately, obviously." Um, but uh, it's it's a lot troublesome so uh, he named this two guys and uh, this vishal balmiki guy jumps into the conversation and is like how can shiva kanadi tap me uh, he doesn't know how to do an number and a rear naked choke so i went there and i comment i posted like see uh, them teaching you that i don't know all these things is understandable you believing is not because if you ever compete against me you are in your head you think this guy doesn't know anything and you're going into a fight with me and i'll i'm going to shock you take it i'm not challenging you or anything you might be very good i mean i haven't seen you compete i have seen this video which is a poor reflection of your competitive skills i mean there was some guy shooting at you you sprawled you fell he fell on you he got a guillotine god knows from where and this guy taps in his own body And how do you let him go? Feet up, sing his own body. Oh, it's funny things happening, man. I mean, Kolkata is is it's it's fucked. Beach area number one. If you don't choose your gym right, you are going to end up being a poor person because uh, I won't name the gym thing, but I'll tell you the structure. So say you want to go for a uh, amateur kickboxing competition. Yeah. Your coach will come up to you and he'll say the cost for this amateur competition is say fifteen thousand bucks. Mm. And they won't give you a breakdown. They'll say okay, fifteen thousand bucks. You have to pay five thousand now and ten thousand right before we leave. Mm. And uh, they have installment system as well. So you can pay it in four halves, three halves. Two halves before going to the competition, and uh, two halves while you are going to the uh, halves uh, while you are going to the competition. So they have all this system where you can actually pay them in installments. Right. And uh, I have guys uh, who said, "Okay, sir, uh, for two thousand bucks, they came, showed up to my house, and they made a scene out of it. Then my father paid, and he said, 'Okay, if you go to this gym, we will beat you.' So uh, okay. I mean, the scene is pretty far, man." Damn. Yeah, man. That I think that's why it's important to have um, you know legitimate competitions. ADCC is here. I, exactly, uh, exactly. SJJ, uh, IF Le- is leverage uh, fight night is doing good stuff. Leverage fight I night. I like yeah. one structure of SJJ IF uh, which I love the most uh, is that they will let you compete whether or not you have an affiliation with them or whatever. They let anybody compete, which I absolutely love. You That's can cool. register. You don't have to be an affiliate uh, body or something, you know. So this is very nice. This is something that is good. Awesome, um, Shiva. That is. Uh, I think that's all the questions we have. Um, thank you so much, bro, for joining us today. It thank was you so much chat. for having me in the podcast. Uh, uh, it was a great chat. Obviously, I'm going to meet you and train with you guys, obviously. Also, and uh, I'll try to get. Uh, Get a hold of that guy, and I see. I'll see if we can make that match out. Match out. You know. For sure, for sure. So just let me know. Hope to see you guys as soon as possible. Yeah, man, can't wait to train. Nice speaking to you.
See you. Bye. See you. Bye.